Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Zopesick. Um, I just uh, got home from church a little while ago, and it was awesome. Um, I wasn't crazy about the service itself, just because it's Halloween, and uh, yeah, to me, I don't celebrate Halloween. Um, I just have, uh, friends in the past that was satanically, ritually abused, uh, and as well as another friend that, um, has gone through SRA, Satanic Ritual Abuse. And it's very real, and it's very wicked, evil, and yeah, and Halloween is basically Satan's holiday. And so I don't like to have anything to do with it. And um, yeah, I am saddened by having any Christian churches uh, even acknowledging it, but um, not to say that, I mean, our church didn't do, well, no, they did too much, (laughs) like straight out. I just was not happy, but whatever. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I will keep going there or not, but I mean, I want to, I don't know. I shouldn't even say anything on here about it, but, um, yeah, it's just my heart breaks for just, oh man, my thing, I'm fasting me and a couple other friends are fasting tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday, specifically for uh, the SRA victims, and just because there are going to be a lot of rituals done probably tonight, uh, tomorrow, throughout the week, and uh, like human sacrifice. Uh, seriously, it's real. They literally do human sacrifices and, um, babies, children, sexual, you know, perversion, pedophile, disgusting, horrific, horrific sacrifice. And, um, If you ever want to read a really good book to a true story to learn uh, from a Christian's perspective um, about Satanism, um, read He Came to Set the Captives Free by Dr. Rebecca Brown. And I read that 
20 years ago or 30 years ago I'm sorry when I first got saved and it fascinated me but um yeah it was weird because a lot of people that are Christian uh more I guess conservative churches or churches that are like uh, have never really been exposed to a lot of evil I suppose they I heard some Christians say oh no that's not true that stuff doesn't happen which is a total lie because I gotta turn down my radio um because uh anybody well especially people who have been on dope before exposed to drugs and that anything that goes along with it um like I don't know any drug addict that doesn't believe that the devil exists they might not even believe that God exists but they most like most I don't know any drug addict that doesn't believe that the devil exists because when you're on drugs you usually have had some kind of demonic uh experience or something like it and so yeah when I became a Christian coming from a drug background I didn't have any problem believing that there was a devil and when I read that book I didn't have a problem believing it at all I mean it was horrific but yeah I I know that people can are very evil um not all but you know, like, uh, what is it, I don't remember the address, but in Jeremiah, it says, uh, the heart of man is, uh, wait, is, the heart of man is extremely wicked, and who can know it, um, yeah, we are, by nature, wicked, um, so anyways, yeah, um, all that to say, I, I just have a problem with Halloween, because my friend went through such horrific ritual abuse that to even give the devil the time of day, um, just is appalling to me but um I know a lot of Christians and people in general are very ignorant and um but you know the people that are uh, into witchcraft and Satanism they love it that Christians celebrate Halloween um yeah and it's very disturbing to me, but okay, I don't even know how I started talking about that, but, um, anyway, uh, aside from that, um, I was walking to, I took the bus to go to church, because I had to take the bus, the, we have buses that go to different areas to pick people up for church, so I got off the bus, and, 
um, uh, was walking to church from the bus stop and met a guy that was homeless at the library on the porch and we started talking and he was just a very nice man and uh, I asked him if he wanted to go to church with me and um, so uh, he said okay so he <laughs> it was kind of funny he well because I was going to take the bus to Skid Row and MacArthur Park to go pick people up for church so uh, but I didn't want him to end up sitting by himself you know waiting for church so I asked him if he wanted to take the bus that we were taking to Skid Row and um yeah he said okay and he's he was hungry so I bought him some uh pastry and then um we went on the bus and he thought that we were dropping people off at Skid Row and, and uh, that the church was down there or something. I don't know what he thought. But we went to, me and um, one of the girls, uh, we, one of the girls from the Dream Center, we went to see if um, a couple of other friends of mine would um, were going to go to church because they said yesterday that they would when we went to get rope. And one of them was totally knocked out. Um, and then the other one said, yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. And then when we came back to get him, he had uh, was in a lot of pain. He had this huge abscess from not, he didn't, he didn't shoot dope. He smokes crack, but um, his, he had a huge abscess from a spider bite I guess and yeah his tent's under a tree so um yeah he was in a lot of pain I don't know what he was gonna do but he promised to go next week so lord willing I hope that it just he gets some care for it I don't know but um I told him the old junky thing for abscesses that I think it'll help for the spider bite if it's got poison um when this was like I I okay after I had to get an abscess cut open in my arm that was so painful and oh my gosh the doctor was such a jerk i mean um totally without any compassion no mercy just like they almost enjoy doing this um just cut my arm open and no anesthesia no like oh well i you know maybe you'll think twice about doing this again you know <laughs> um just yeah not fun it hurt like crazy and after that I was like I never want to have that done again but um yeah when you shoot up that's what happens um but an old 
junkie friend of mine um, who was not, she was clean, but she told me because I got uh, another abscess and I didn't want to go to the hospital and she told me a trick that um, it was crazy. Like, it sounds weird, but um, it works. So, egg whites. Um, Crack an egg. And if you want to get the egg yolk out of there, I mean, really, you could use both, except for, you know, it looks gross um, because you you have this yellow yolk on you. But um, if you take a water bottle and you squeeze it, an empty water bottle, and you squeeze it, and then you stick the nozzle or the mouthpiece, whatever you call it, right on top of the the yolk, and then you let go of the the bottle, and it'll suck the yolk up. Well, you kind of have to do it in a motion, like you know, it's pointed down, and then you kind of scoop it up while the air is being sucked in, and it sucks the yolk in. But, um, yeah, so, uh, if you can get the yolk out, you know, it's better, I mean, looking, (laughs) um, if you don't care about having egg yolk on your arm or wherever the abscess is, then who cares, if you're homeless, you probably, it doesn't matter to you very much, but anyways, um, yeah, you put the egg yolk, I mean egg yolk, egg white on the abscess, like wipe it all over there and then just leave it there and let it dry. And then once it dries, you put some more on and you just keep putting it on every time it dries. And I'm not kidding. It sucks up all the toxins, all the infection, the, the egg yolk, just, I don't know. It sucks it out. And, um, I never had to go to the hospital for an abscess again. And it also helps take away the pain. I don't know how, maybe it's cause it's cold or, but it, it does. And I mean, and it makes your abscess come to a head and it's really gross. But, um, I had this one on my arm and it was so nasty and huge but I just kept putting the egg yolk and then it came to a head and then my boyfriend at the time, he squeezed out, like it started leaking and then it squeezed out literally. I'm not kidding, it was so gross. You know, styrofoam cups, white styrofoam cups. The pus, there was, we filled up two cups full with pus that came out of my arm. But then right after that, it was fine. I mean, I, I kept putting on um, the, the egg white until it like seemed like it was healed up. And then I might've used, I might've gotten needle exchange like alcohol or I don't know. I don't remember, but, but yeah, um, I had one more than a couple on my hip or butt from, you know, muscling it, um, and, uh, my legs everywhere. Like when I was homeless, I used to get abscess all the time and it sucked, but, and they hurt, 
but and I mean there was a couple other people I I got to the place where I would have egg yolk or I'd have egg uh in a in a container uh like a Tupperware in my tent all the time just in case and I helped a couple of people on the street too that that um were amazed that oh my god it worked (laughs) so I don't know I don't know why I'm giving advice uh tips for well that's not like I'm telling you how to use dope I just um I think that yeah it could save somebody's life because you could die from abscess but I'm not saying not to go to the hospital because if it's really bad like yeah you, you probably should get uh, medical care, but at the same time, I know when I was a dope fiend, or when I was on heroin, definitely, I did not want to go to the hospital, because, yeah, I mean, if I didn't have any heroin, I didn't want, you know, who knew how long the ER was going to be, I didn't want to have to, um, be in the hospital, and then get dope sick, if I didn't have any dope with me and I couldn't sneak in the <laughs> bathroom and go fix. So, um, yeah. Um, I don't know if any heroin addicts are listening to this or not, but yeah, that, um, helps for abscesses. All that to say, that's what I told my friend. He should try to do that if he, cause I don't think there's any, place that he was planning on going to unless he went to the ER today that's open so he said he was going to try that he had he had some money so anyways um yeah so then uh we ended up going back to the bus and me and my friend um saw I don't want to use anybody's name but this guy's the the one I met at the library he, um, he, he thought, he almost, well, he got off the bus, and he was like, oh, it was nice meeting you, and I'm like, what are you doing, get back on the bus, <laughs> and, um, he, he was like, oh, I don't know, he was confused, so we got him to get back on the bus, we went to, to the park, and then we went to the church, and then when we got to the church, um, long story short, the music, the worship, when we were doing the worship, he was weeping. It was just, uh, he was just crying, and uh, it was just really touching. But, um, and then, pastor is funny. Um, anyways, uh, the guy was laughing and stuff, but, okay, so afterwards, um, yeah, he said he might be, he would be interested in going to the program, so, um, Everybody was so awesome. Um, they, uh, well, I can use their names. This guy, Mike, he was security. He was just very friendly. I mean, very. He he helped me find my phone when I left my phone one day. But he was um, he was helping this guy, um, Joel. Uh, he was helping Joel, um, uh, talking about the program and what it's like and what you would be doing and how God helped him and changed his life there. And then, 
um, introduced him to another guy who introduced or who told us to meet um, Zach, another guy, um, after service, and then we met Zach, and Zach was so nice and awesome, and just had him fill out paper, I mean, it was so nice, because as soon as he came over, he gave Joel a hug, and just said, you know, welcome home, and then the usher, uh, Junior was so awesome, too, he kept saying, welcome home, brother, you know, it was just so amazing, everybody was so awesome, and, um, Rebecca is the one that went to Skid Row with me, that, um, yeah, I'm just gonna say the names. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, sue me. I have nothing to sue me for. Um, well, and I'm not saying anything bad anyway. But anyways, um, so uh, Rebecca had said that she would cut, cut his hair because he was like, oh, I haven't shaved. I haven't, my hair is just messed up. I never let my hair like this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, who cares? But he... Um, yeah, she offered, she's like, oh, I could cut your hair, and so he was like, really, are you serious, and, um, for free, and, yeah, so she was gonna cut his hair, but then he, uh, Zach was helping him doing the, uh, fill out paperwork, and then, because of this stupid virus, he has to go get a COVID test, and then a TB test, which he already had before, but, at the mission, but whatever, um, so, yeah, years ago, he would have just been able to go to the, the program, just like that, but because of all the, the rules now, um, yeah, so, but it was awesome, because this sweet guy, Billy, that Rebecca introduced me to, who went through the program, this young man, who was just a really nice young man, he, um, uh, offered to help, and so last, well, because I'm going to this thing in Pasadena in a little bit, and so I didn't know how long the whole thing with Joel would take, but they, um, Rebecca and Billy took him to go, he had his bicycle with him, which the Dream Center, I mean, with the church let him, uh, they watched, they let him leave it while we went, took the bus to Skid Row and MacArthur Park and came back, and then, um, he needed, uh, what do you call it, not a tire, but, I forgot, in, uh, to fill it up with air, I guess, <laughs> I can't think right now, but yeah, so, um, Billy had a car, he took Joel, him and Rebecca took him to get, uh, air in his tires, or, I can't remember what you call it, um, anyways, uh, it doesn't matter, so, and then they took him to get a COVID and TB test. So that's the last I heard from them. And then um, he still has to be homeless for the next 24 to 72 hours while he 
finds out the results of his stupid test before he can get in because now that's like a requirement because of the stupid state so um yeah so i'm praying and praying and praying and just i hope that he'll be able to get in because i just know how hard it is like when you're on the street and you know if if the opportunity comes and you do it right then like it can be really good and at the same time I guess if you don't do it right away and you have a lot of time to think about it and count the costs and just really be sure that you want to do it that probably is better because I'm thinking then you know if he does it he's it's going to be because he wants to not because he felt pressure because all these people were helping him and being so nice to him and then you know they bring him back I mean not the they weren't pressuring him but if they were to bring him back and then you know um I don't know I wouldn't want to disappoint them you know after they're so nice but well I I always ended up disappointing everybody anyway because I just wanted to get high so even if people like took me somewhere like my friend Victoria took me to teen challenge and dropped me off there and like a few days later I took off but um and then there were uh was that her yeah I think she yeah she took me to another place (laughs) um um American Hospital it was another place yeah I left there after a week um yeah and then Tarzana Treatment Center I was in there too that was uh somebody else dropped me off there and I was there for a week and he was gonna pay for another three weeks 21 days he said he would pay for it to he was like a billionaire he was gonna pay for um he paid cash too he was going to pay for me to be there for another 21 days. He's like, no, you know, you don't want to go out. You don't want to leave. If you go out, you're just going to end up getting high. You're going to, you're, and you, I don't know. And I was like, um, well, you know, I don't want you to pay any more money because, uh, I don't want to waste your money. I already know I want to get high. And so, if you pay for another 21 days, I probably won't be here, like, in the next 24 hours, <laughs> so it'd be a waste of money, I don't want to waste your money, and he was pretty upset, he was like, you're gonna end up a whore on Sunset Boulevard, Sunset Vine, and what, like, yeah, he was uh, not happy, but I, you know, I felt really bad, but I thought I wanted to kick when he first offered to pay for me to go to detox but yeah this old guy mark that was in tarzana with me he decided to leave and he was talking about i'm gonna go get high and um i asked him if i could go with him and he let me so but anyways um yeah so i don't think joel is a 
dope fiend. I, he said he smokes weed, but he was just a very, very nice guy. And you could tell he had a good upbringing. He was, I, I you know, I, I was like, you're not ghetto. And he, he said, well, I can get ghetto, but, um, but you could tell he had a good upbringing and he was, he was a really nice guy. And, um, so yeah, he said, I like my weed, but you know, he wasn't like a crack smoker or he wasn't on heroin, thank God, so, yeah, um, uh, I think he would do so good, I really do, I just am praying and praying that, that he'll, he'll end up going to the program, you know, I mean, he's gonna have a few days of, like, getting sicker of being on the street, like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if he was sick enough, sick and tired enough of being on the street, he said he'd been on the street for over a year, um, and I don't know, I don't know, only God knows, so I think Rebecca sounded like she was kind of discouraged because she didn't know if, um, they were gonna stay with him the whole time for him to get his COVID test, and, um, and, you know, I just told her, like, if he really wants to go, he'll go, you know, he'll find a way, I mean, people, we, they really bent over backwards for him, and went out of their way to help him, they were such nice young people, you know, um, if I had a car, I might have done it too, you know, I mean, well, I probably would have if I had a car, but, but, um, but sometimes I wouldn't, <laughs> honestly, sometimes I think, depends on how bad I could, if I could see the person really wanted help, I mean, and I think Joel did, but I can also see, like, let's see how bad the person wants it, I mean, <laughs> because to me, if we really want something, we're going to make it happen, you know, I mean, people that have survived on the street, there's stuff you got to do to hustle and just, you know, panhandle, make money, steal, whatever you got to do, you know, and, but you'll make it happen if you really want it, you know, so the same thing goes with being clean or being off the street, if you really, because once I decided I want to get off the street, like, I mean, I worked my butt off, we, uh, we had to go through so many hoops, had to go to the social security office, had to go get, uh, again, like, the TB test, just like this one had to, um, we had to, uh, what else? like, fill out all kinds of paperwork, I, I mean, it doesn't sound like that much, but it sure seemed like a lot when you're on the street, I had to go to this place, that place, take the bus over here, take the bus over there, and, you know, but I was determined, I am like, I am getting off the freaking street, and so, you know, um, and within a month, you know, uh, I, I had housing, so, 
you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's the same exact for everybody, but, um, but yeah, I, I think that if, if somebody really wants something, we can do it, so, um, I just, I'm praying that he wants it bad, that God would bring him to a place where he really, really wants it, but, yeah, he was just a really nice man, and, um, so, it was awesome today at, at church, besides the stupid Halloween thing, I don't know, it's just, it wasn't like, I don't know, I don't want to make it sound bad, because it, I don't know, anyways, um, I don't want to, I'll just leave it at that, I'll just leave it at that, I don't want to say too much, um, yeah, I don't want to, no, I just need to shut up, anyways, um, I hope everybody's having a wonderful Sunday, um, <laughs> and, Please, if you're a Christian, please be praying in agreement for the people out there who are victims of this holiday and the people that are victims of satanic ritual abuse. If you have, if you're not familiar with what they go through it is so horrific that the average person would not even be able to wrap your mind around because humans do not do what these animals do I mean they have to be demon possessed to be able to do the things that they do to the victims so I don't need to go into graphic detail about what they do and what my friend went through and I mean over and over and over and just horrific maybe I'll show it later sometime um well yeah I probably will because I people need to be educated I mean I don't have to go into great graphic detail but it's horrific Horrific. No human being should ever, ever, ever have to go through any of it. And, yeah. So, um... The devil is real. The battle is real. And, um... Anyways, uh... God bless. And, yeah, I will get back to my book, I guess, (laughs) I just, I prefer sometimes just to whatever's on the top of my mind, I just share, and yeah, I appreciate people listening, and I thank you, and God bless you.